0: What's up! I hope you guys are doing fabulous and having a wonderful week so far. I can't believe you guys were already in the last, almost the last week of September, basically, right? Like we have one week or so left. It's just insane. And then it's going to be Halloween, which is my favorite holiday. I'm super excited, but I'm kind of bummed too that the summer just flew by. I feel like i I. I'm like, where did it even go? Was I even around for it? Like, what was I doing? I don't know if you feel the same way, but anyways, I am so excited for all of you guys who are listening right now, who are part of my fat loss for type ones program, who have enrolled. I'm so excited. So for the next six weeks, we are going to be working together and just getting you in the best shape of your lives. And so if you're listening right now, I'm just so excited to get started next week. We start and so I'm just so so excited. And for those of you who missed the enrollment period, I don't want you to feel super shitty because we will launch the program again. I don't know when, but it's not the end of the world for you. Don't don't worry. We will launch again at some point. And if you want to hear when we plan to open enrollment again, then you can join the wait list. If you go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash wait list, I'll link to it in the show notes, but just hop on there and you can be the first to know when we do open the roll. The doors, not the rolls. I don't even know why I was gonna say that. Um, you'll be the first to know when we do open the doors for enrollment. Probably sometime um, in 2020. I just, I can't say when. I, I'm not really sure. But we will. There will be another chance for you to enroll if you want. Anyways, also, so it's just so crazy. A couple weeks ago, I think I mentioned it. I can't remember, but I met this guy at the gym. My boyfriend and I, we were working out and he noticed that I was wearing my Dexcom on my arm and he actually approached my boyfriend, but I, I had just finished my workout. So I was like grabbing my stuff. I was getting ready to leave. And then I heard them talking about type one diabetes. So obviously I it, like caught my attention and I looked over and I saw them talking and I'm like, what are they talking about? So I walked over to them. Cause I'm like, well, obviously I'm the only type one diabetic here. <laughs> well, maybe not, but I've that there's hardly anyone at my gym. So immediately, obviously I thought that they were talking about me. So I go over and I guess that he had noticed my Dexcom on my arm and he, uh, is part of this nutrition company. They have these, they, they really focus on keto things. I'm not going to say the brand it is because it's this brand new product that they're launching, but he was talking about it. So it's this protein cookie, but it is f- like more so suited for keto but they really want to focus more on the t1d or the diabetes community because with um the amount of protein carbs and fat that's in the cookie it really is focused for keeping your blood sugars more stable and so he gave us a couple samples and i tried it it was delicious cookie like sometimes you don't really know when you're getting a prepackaged product you're like i don't know if this like sometimes it has a weird aftertaste but this one was actually really good and I won't say what it is right now. I wish I could, but it is isn't even on the market yet, so I'm just going to have to wait. But... Uh, the reason why I'm sharing this is because he was talking about a a sweetener that they use inside of their products and it's called allulose. And what's so interesting about allulose is I had nothing, I had never heard about it before. Um, but he was saying that, so it's, it's a rare sugar and it has little calories. So it's like zero calories almost. And it, is dry i think it's natural so it's like derived from wheat and raisins figs i think so it's it's pretty natural from what i know i'm not like an allulose or sugar expert but that's what he was saying so it's a rare sugar that is made from the same chemical formula as fructose but it isn't metabolized by the body and it doesn't raise blood sugar or insulin levels and it produces and it provides minimal calories so and it's crazy too because my so a couple of weeks after this meet this meeting with this guy not meeting but like I guess conversation with him my brother texted me and he was like hey have you heard of allulose? and he sent me this thing about it and I was like that's so funny you should ask because and then I told him like the guy at the gym and the cookies and blah blah blah. And so my brother sent me I guess he was um been eating this cereal that has allulose in it and he's like, I'm gonna buy some and my brother's like he's an amazing cook, so he loves to like cook food and stuff. So he was like, I'm totally gonna see if I can buy some. But I don't know if you guys have heard of it. So it um just looking it up right now on the internet too, It. Suggests that allulose may have beneficial effects on blood sugar regulation in humans. I don't really know about that, but I think in general, just because it has few, very few calories and very few carbs, it won't necessarily raise your blood glucose at all. Um, but what's interesting to me is just that it is a more natural sugar and the fact that it has the same chemical formula as fructose but it is arranged differently so the the different structure will actually prevent the body from processing allul- allulose the way it processes fructose so it won't necessarily raise your blood glucose and um, yeah i just thought that was super interesting so when i ate the cookies i had i just had one of them but my blood sugar after my workout was i, I can't really remember exactly what what it was i think it was like a 72 or something and an hour later it had stayed the same. So the cookie did not raise my blood glucose, but I'm interested in just looking more into this sugar. I don't know where to buy it, but I think it, it's probably just on, not just on the market, but I know it's used in a lot of, um, in a lot of things I don't know exactly where you can if you can just go to the grocery store and pick it up like you can regular table sugar but you might be able to but if you haven't heard of it check it out because if you are if you like to bake if you like sugar in your coffee if you don't really want to eat Splenda or whatever then check out Allulose because it actually does taste exactly like sugar and my brother was saying that too I haven't personally tried it just on its own but it might be something to look into so, today we are going to be diving into balance and my three components to living a balanced life when it comes to fitness and blood sugar management. So, before we dive in, I just wanted to say this episode is brought to you by First Form Protein Powder. I don't know if you've heard of First Form before or if you take protein powder. I generally always recommend that protein powder is used more to supplement your diet. Like, if you're not able to get enough protein in your diet through Whole Foods alone, then that's when I normally recommend to supplement with a protein shake. But the first form protein powder is one of my favorites, and not just because it tastes amazing, but because I really do stand behind the brand and how they are. Just com- company culture in general, I think is just a huge thing, and so I really stand behind First Form because I mean they take their product seriously. I my parents are very into different supplements and growing up, it was like something that was very huge. And so when I did start taking first form, I really did research and I was like comparing it with like the brands that my parents used to make sure that everything was just as good as they said it was. I'm a very skeptical human, <laughs> but, um, I really do stand behind their company culture as well, because when you take care of your employees and you work together as a team and you just have that camaraderie and lift each other up, that is huge for me. Like I I think that we should all be like family and there should, I just, it's a good feeling. So that's another reason why I stand behind them. And so I take first form protein powder. If you're vegan, I've taken the vegan one before, but it's not, the taste isn't for everyone. It kind of reminds me of when I was growing up because... We ate a lot of like my mom would make toasted brown rice and stuff. So you can kind of taste the brown rice um, and the pea protein inside of the protein powder. But I like the chocolate peanut butter for the vegan brand. And then if you just want the regular whey protein, it's really good. And it doesn't have that weird aftertaste. And my favorite one is the CTC, the vanilla, and you can never go wrong with chocolate. Or the chocolate mint is actually pretty good too. So you can find the link in the show notes if you want to check it out. And if you decide you want to try it, you can get free shipping using the link in the show notes. Okay. So what does balance mean to you? Like, are you the kind of person that's striving to live a more balanced life and to balance your blood sugars? And you just kind of feel like you are spinning the wheels a little bit because that is how I used to feel a lot. And I'm pretty hard on myself to be completely honest with you. And to be even more honest, I don't really think that balance exists in the way that we perceive it to be. Like when someone says balance, I don't know about you, but I used to think of balance as like a scale. And one of the ones that you had, like, you know, when you go into, to, I don't know, like a old jewelry store or something, okay, this might just sound crazy, but you can put like a little stone or something on one side of the scale and then something else on the other. Maybe I'm just thinking of like a different country or something where where they have these scales. I don't even know, but you can kind of like weigh the scale so that it's balanced um, completely. That's what I used to think of when I thought of balance. And so when I thought of like my nutrition and my life and just everything, I always was like, all right, like how can you get it to be perfectly balanced? But just so you know, I don't think that exists. I don't think there's any such thing as like a perfectly balanced day or blood sugars or life. And I think when it comes to balance, I believe is that you look at it and you take it as a day by day thing and you, whatever it is, if it's your diet or your, your fitness or your blood sugars or your health or just whatever it is, I think that you have to just take it as it comes and go more so of like, how are you feeling? Like there's a difference between, I mean, when you think of balanced, it's like, okay, we'll compare it to blood sugars. If you just think of balanced blood sugars, you might think of a straight line on your Dexcom or your CGM, but that's not really necessarily like a hundred percent possible all of the time. Like it's just, it's just not. And, but then you think of like, okay, you have blood sugars that range from like 400 to like 50 or 40 or whatever in in a one day, like that is going to make you feel like shit, not going to be balanced at all. So there's like one end of the spectrum and then the other end of the spectrum. And I think what balance is, is when it's not perfect, but you are feeling pretty good. Like maybe your blood sugars range from like 150 to like 70, or maybe like, 165 to like 70. You know, there's still a deviation, but you are still feeling pretty good. So I think balance is more so, and that's just one example. It's like, I don't think balance is just one perfect line. I think balance is going to be a little bit different for everyone, but it's going to be more of a feeling. And if you are having a balanced day or you're striving for more balance, it just means that you're striving to have a little bit more control in whatever you're doing, but it's still not going to be perfect, but you're still going to feel good about it. And you're still going to feel better. So the three components that we're gonna cover are going to be your body, your mind, and then your soul. And don't think that I'm gonna get all woo on you, even though I don't think there's anything wrong with woo-woo. I think that woo, the more crazy or <laughs> the more woo-woo the better. But in this case, we're going to really just break these three things down in terms of how it can help you better balance your fitness, your fitness goals, and your blood sugar so that you can feel good and make progress at the same time so number one is your body and in order to just get things under control and achieve your goals there's going to be a few things that we want to look at and the first thing is obviously your how you're fueling your body what your nutrition looks like how you're nourishing yourself and your exercise and so these These things alone will really make it or break it when it comes to your fitness goals, your health and your blood sugar management. And so when it comes to, oh my gosh, sorry, (laughs) I'm literally recording this right now. And I just looked out the window and there was a woman walking. Okay. (laughs) I'm yeah. Okay. She's walking down the sidewalk. And because I'm sitting in my living room and the window is directly out to the sidewalk, I'm looking out the window talking to you and she just walks by like nonchalantly. She has two grocery bags in her hands. She's like, has a phone in one hand, but then her third grocery bag is balanced on the top of her head as she's walking down the sidewalk. And that was fucking amazing. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, sorry. I just had to stop for a second. So where were we? Um, going back to balance and just how you are properly fueling your body. So this is going to be super important because no matter what your goals are, in order to achieve them successfully, you need to be fueling your body properly. And this means that it doesn't matter what Aunt Susie's doing over there or what your best friend, whoever, is doing. What really matters is how you are fueling your body and for your lifestyle and you really want to make sure that your nutrition is something that you can stick to because when you can stick to your diet and you're able to stay consistent with it that's when you're going to get results and so it's not about the diet it's about like how you're fueling your body how many calories you're consuming because if you want to maintain weight lose weight gain weight I know I've talked about this before but your body is going to require a different amount of calories every single day and so this is something that you really want to look at and then you also want to look at if we go one step further is like the quality of foods that you are eating because it's important too that you are really trying to just minimize the amount of inflammation that you're putting on your body and a lot of times I mean especially with the American diet we have cheese and pizza and just like all of these things which I don't think you should ever limit anything from your diet. But it is important that you are trying to fill up on leafy greens and veggies a couple of times a day and you are staying hydrated and you are taking these things into account too. You're getting your omega-3 fatty acids because in order to live, you know, an optimally healthy life, you really want to make sure that you are not limiting things. You don't want to go insane and be like, I can't eat pizza, but you also want to make sure you're fueling your body with the right amount of micronutrients and macronutrients every single day. And also when it comes to blood sugar management and just your overall health in general it's like you really want to make sure that you're consuming foods with more fiber because not only are these foods great for fighting inflammation because the fiber actually feeds into the beneficial bacteria in your gut and it's just going to be so much more satiating in general but refined carbs can cause more inflammation in the body and so just being mindful of like what types of which macros you are consuming so that you can really make sure that the quality of your food is good as well or that you at least have, you know, I don't know if you've heard of the 80-20 rule where you're eating 80% good food, good quality food that's going to really be much more healthy for you and much more optimal, but then 20% is like you can just kind of eat whatever you want, but then 20% is you're eating whatever you're craving. So you want chocolate one day, you want some M&M peanuts, it's like don't limit those things, just be, just have like a good ratio, like 80-20 to 20 rule is kind of what I follow most days and I don't really think about it. It, but I think just when you are allowing yourself when you're not trying to stay too strict and you're just having allowing things in moderation and being mindful of other things when you can do that it it, it just makes it so that you aren't suddenly craving things that you're not allowing your body to have, or if you are constantly eating processed foods and not being mindful of eating more leafy grains and veggies in your diet every single day, then you might start noticing that you're having gut issues or whatever, like other issues, other issues caused by all of the inflammation or whatever it is. So just being mindful. And I really do believe, I mean, I'm not like this huge nutrition expert by no means I'm learning every single day I'm learning new things so I wouldn't say I'm an expert but I do believe that a lot of things that we struggle with even when it comes to like mental clarity and things like that I think that a lot of the time the way that we're fueling our bodies and the foods that we're consuming can really impact and benefit us on a day-to-day basis So number one is your nutrition and how you're feeling your body and really making sure that you are not just eating optimal foods for your body and the the quality of your nutrition, but also... just being super mindful of the amount of calories that your body actually needs every single day and the amount of macronutrients your body needs because we all require a different amount of food, a different amount of each macronutrient, a different amount of protein, fats, and carbs, and calories every single day in order to achieve our goals. And so even if you are super health conscious and you're being super mindful of the quality of food you're consuming, if you're not mindful of the amount of food that your body needs individually, then you're still not gonna achieve the goal that you want. So that's going to be super important. So number one is your nutrition. And then number two is your exercise. So this goes in conjunction with your your whole body as a whole. But you really want to make sure that you're moving your body every single day and that you are getting in some cardio. It doesn't mean that you have to go for like a huge run, but even just walking, like get outside and go for a walk because that's going to help you stabilize your blood sugars a lot. And it's going to provide a lot of clarity for you. And if you're strength training every single day, if you have a, if you're following a good strength training program, a good routine. That alone is going to help a ton. It has for me, it has for my clients. And it's just one of those things that like when you are strength training regularly, you're building more muscle and you're you're going to be more insulin sensitive over time you're going to just be getting leaner and more toned because that's going to obviously play a huge role in your overall body composition so how you're fueling your body how you're training and how you're applying both of those things together will make a huge difference and if your goal is fat loss and you're consuming foods in a calorie deficit and you're creating your deficit through a combination of both your diet and your exercise, that alone is going to help you a ton in just producing the results you want because that way you can still consume more food. So as you're decreasing your calories for fat loss, you're still, you're still able to consume enough food so that you're not hangry and your blood sugars can still be a little bit more stable. And then you want to think about your recovery. So this is something that a lot of the time this is overlooked because when you think of your fitness goals and you think of fat loss specifically, you think of your diet and your exercise, but you don't really take into account your recovery. And your recovery is such a crucial part of putting everything together because when you're not getting enough recovery, your body isn't able to get the results that you want because when you are trying to lose fat it's important that you're minimizing the amount of stress that's applied on your body and when you're eating in a calorie deficit to lose fat that alone creates a lot of stress on the body so that in conjunction with training that creates a lot of stress on the body but both of those in conjunction with just your overall life stress your the stress that you have at work maybe you're stressed because the scale isn't dropping fast enough or the numbers you see aren't showing you what you want and so that alone creates enough other mental stress and it's like a lot of the time all of these stressors that we're feeling every single day in conjunction to how we are fueling our body and our what we're doing and during our workouts and everything if we're not taking enough time to recover properly and allow enough recovery then it's going to make it so much harder to effectively achieve our goals and even if your goal isn't fat loss if you're just trying to I don't know build muscle or maintain your weight or whatever. It's like you really do want to just focus on your stress and make sure that you're getting enough sleep every night and make sure that you are allowing rest days so that your body can effectively recover in between every single workout. So these things are going to be super crucial for your overall fitness goals and your blood sugar management. And a lot of the time we can't control obviously. The stressors that come up in our life, like our life stress, we don't really have a lot of control over that. But when it comes to your how you're fueling your body and your physical stress, those are things that you do have control over. So it's really important that you can just try to minimize your stress levels as much as you possibly can. So the second component to all of this is mindfulness. And this is also something that is super overlooked. And it was something that I personally resisted for a very long time. And it's so silly when I think back of it, but when I was growing up and as a young adult, my my parents were very into meditation and my mom taught yoga and she would always try to get me to meditate because I had really bad anxiety. And so it was just, I think it was just, you know, when, you, when you're when you younger and you're trying to be nothing like your parents, but then as you get older, you're like, tr- you actually kind of become your parents a little bit, or there's certain things that you kind of resonate with a little bit more. Um, I don't know what your relationship is like with your parents, but whether it's good or bad, I'm sure that maybe there's some things that kind of make a little bit more sense when you're older. And so meditation and mindfulness is something that I did resist for a long time, but it does just impact you on such a huge level. And I really do believe, so just going back to like, when you are training regularly, it's like for every amount of physical stress that you put on your body, there needs to be an equal amount of recovery. And I think the same goes for your mindfulness because That, with the way the world that we live in now, there's just so much stimulation and so much going on, and we're busy, and there's you know social media, and then we're on our laptops and our phones, and it's just there's so much going on. And so, I think that in order to really stay out of that fight or flight mode and to get your body back into homeostasis and just to live from a place of rest instead of stress, I think that it's important to, for every amount of stimulation that is put on your, your body or your mind, there needs to also be an equal amount of mindfulness or meditation. And so when you can implement, and it doesn't even have to be this super crazy thing, or it doesn't have to be super woo woo or take a bunch of time. Cause when I used to think of meditation, I used to think of like, I don't have an hour to lay down and meditate. But I will say if you can take five seconds in the morning as soon as you get up to just kind of get a little bit more connected and maybe it's even thinking of everything that you're grateful for in the morning, just little things like that to stay grounded and connected or before you go to bed, just, you know, do a little gratitude meditation where you just literally think of every single thing that you're grateful for. And if you can't think of anything, maybe you just think of like, you know, I'm so grateful For that, I live in California, or I'm grateful that it's sunny outside today, or whatever it is, like whatever you can think of that will put you in that place of gratitude. Because when you are able to just get grounded like that, you'll be so surprised at how everything else sort of falls into place and you you just come from a place of rest instead of stress, which is going to be super important for your overall health, for your blood sugars and for your fitness goals. And it's so overlooked because... A lot of the time, when it does come to fitness, we think of again exercise and diet, but how we are thinking and feeling plays a large role into how we are able to actually achieve the goals that we are setting setting out to achieve. And so, when you can practice a little bit of mindfulness every single day, or just take the time to rest and really just get a little bit more connected, and ask for guidance if you need to, like just kind of close your eyes, take a couple minutes. it doesn't have to be long, but that alone just really gets you into that, that place of calmness and you'll be surprised. I know it sounds crazy, but you'll be so surprised how it really does help your, your overall health and fitness. And it'll just propel you forward on such another level, because when we're scared, when we're stressed, when we are worried about certain things, we hold it all in our body and we, we feel it. And it creates a lot of, you know, we have higher cortisol levels. And so just taking that time out for yourself is going to be super important. So that is the second thing on the list. All right. So the third compo- component that we're going to talk about is just having support, community, and can, like being able to connect with others who are on the same journey that we are or just have support from our peers because I really do think that, you know, you can do so much on your own. You have what it takes to achieve your goals. You have what it takes to be healthier or stabilize your blood sugar more or exercise more, like whatever it is, you have all of that inside of you. You can do it. But when you do have support from other people around you, it makes it so much easier because just having that accountability and that community and just knowing that you're not alone. And for instance, this is a little bit different, but just when I first found the type one community on Instagram and I was like I didn't even know this existed but all of a sudden it made me feel less alone and more empowered to be myself and not feel like I was different or weird and it helped me accept my diabetes and so I think that just having even one person online, not online, whoever it is that's fully supporting you along the way that can be so beneficial in just really uplifting you and helping you achieve your goals or getting to the next level. And so I, I also just wanted to say on that note too, like I'm here for you guys. So if you ever just wanted to reach out or send me a message, like I'm your friend. So don't ever hesitate to to do that like if ever you feel like you just want to say something or connect with someone who might be able to understand something that you're going through i know that it can be a little bit intimidating sometimes having type 1 or just you know, finding people that are like you that will understand. So I just want you to know that if you're ever in that place, I'm here and I'm happy to just chat as a friend. Um, so yeah, don't ever hesitate to send me a DM on Instagram if you want to. All right. I hope that you found these tips helpful to you. And I hope that at the very least it empowers you to, not strive to be perfect because there's really no such thing as perfect. And it's just about making progress every single day. And I think too, when you are making progress, like it's important to just look and spot patterns, you know, like if you're mindful and you're more aware of what you're doing. It just helps you it helps empower you to a whole nother level because if you're feeling a little bit stuck and you're just not sure like what steps you need to take or like what you need to do next to become better, you have all of that information inside of you. You just have to sometimes tap in a little bit and, like, and if it's your blood sugars, maybe look at your trends and see if you can spot patterns from day to day, or like around things that you're eating, or if it's your diet, like where can you be a little bit more consistent? Because it's the inconsistencies over a long period of time that will get you. And so sometimes it's just looking and being very honest with yourself, and then not judging yourself because we're all. We're all on the road to bettering ourselves, and I think that it's important that we're a little bit kinder, a little bit kinder to ourselves sometimes. If you're anything like me, you'll probably have a tendency to be tough on yourself, which... be a little bit challenging sometimes so just be kind to yourself don't judge yourself and just really strive to be the best version of yourself because in my opinion if you're listening to this right now like you are already on the right track so keep up the good work and if you feel called to do so please do subscribe to this podcast because it makes sure that this podcast will reach everyone who would benefit from from hearing this message when you do subscribe it expands the reach of this podcast and then also if you feel called to leave a review please leave me a five star review let me know what you enjoyed most about this podcast and maybe what you what you'd like to hear in the future like if there's anything that you're currently struggling with let me know because that's what this podcast is for this podcast is meant to uplift you and help you live your best life and you are amazing and i can't wait to talk to you soon thanks for tuning in